Internal Revenue Service IRS Tax News. Terms to help taxpayers better understand individual retirement arrangements. IRS Tax Tip 2020-129, September 30, 2020. Many taxpayers may have heard of Individual Retirement Arrangements, or IRAs, but some don't know how IRAs help them save for retirement. So we're talking about IRAs, IRAs, individual retirement arrangements, all the same thing here. People can set up an IRA or IRA with a bank or other financial institution, a life insurance company, mutual fund, or stock broker. Here's a list of basic terms to help people better understand their individual retirement options. So notice when we're talking about individual retirement accounts, just to kind of recap this, uh, realize we're talking about retirement savings, of course, but you don't put money into a retirement account like an IRA simply for retirement savings. You put money into an account like an IRA so that you get a tax benefit and for it. That's the purpose. Otherwise, you would just put money into a normal uh, account. You would just save for retirement with putting money into bonds or stocks and bonds and whatnot uh, anyways, and you'd be saving for it. The reason you put it into an IRA is because you get a tax benefit for putting it uh, into the IRA. So it's important just to kind of realize that the IRA is going to be kind of like an umbrella then where you're kind of putting your money into a situation, into a type of investment that's under the umbrella of an IRA that is going to be actually more restrictive to you because you can't pull it out as easily. Why would you ever do that? Because you get a tax benefit to put money into the IRA. So there's not like some special type of account that an IRA is in the, in the type of investment it is. The types of investments are basically the same. The thing that makes it an IRA is the type of investment is under the umbrella of basically an IRA, which actually kind of restricts you from taking the money money out, but is a good thing because it allows you to get a tax benefit as typically when you put the money into the IRA. So for example, the most common types of IRAs that you'll be putting money into are the types of investment accounts you might put money into are things like mutual funds, stocks and bonds, types of mutual funds, investment type of funds are things that you might invest in. Now, again, you can invest in those mutual funds whether they are in the IRA or whether they are outside of the IRA and they can serve the same purpose. You could be saving for retirement. And so the only reason you would, so you put those investments under the umbrella of an IRA is to get basically a tax benefit for it. So also note that the IRA is gonna be what people typically will be doing if they don't have access possibly or they might be able to, in some cases, have an IRA in, in, in conjunction with or along with a retirement account uh, that would be with, a, with work, which would have a similar kind of setup, like a 401k plan or a 403b plan if you're a government employee. Same kind of concept, uh, again, what you're, what you're getting. Why would you put money into a 401k plan? Because you get a tax benefit for it, and you might get matching for it as well. Uh, but if you weren't getting a tax benefit, you would just like to take that 401k plan, whatever you're investing in, stocks and bonds and whatnot, most likely mutual funds and whatnot, you would you would rather just have it not under the umbrella of an IRA because then you have more uh, flexibility with the money. You can do whatever you want with it. It doesn't change the fact. I often work with people that think it's it's somehow different type of investment as if what you're investing in is different if you put it into an IRA or if you put it into something else as if the IRA magically means it's for retirement and it has some special thing that's going to make it for retirement but it's really just the same investments that you're putting the money into that you would if you if you weren't putting it into an ira you're putting those investments under the umbrella of the ira why 
again for tax benefits okay let's get back to the text here so we have the term contribution the money that someone puts into their ira that's what a contribution is so when you contribute to the ira you're putting money into the ira there are annual limits to the contributions depending on their age and type of ira so when you think about the contribution and you put money into the ira if you're talking about a traditional or normal kind of ira then that's when you get the benefit you get the benefit when you put the money in so it's really important to know what the contribution is because you're going to get you're going to get the benefit when you when you put the money in for the contribution and then there's a distribution the amount that someone withdraws from the ira so when you take money out of the ira it's going to be a distribution now when you think about the distribution that's when uh the, the basically the thing ends and you're going to be taxed on it at that point and if you have a distribution that's that's not within the rules before the end of the time period that you are allowed to have distributions if you have no cause for the distribution such as retirement age or something like that then you could be penalized in the distributions and that's the cost of the tax benefit the, the tax benefit that you get put it in, in restricts it so that your ability to get distributions from it to take the money out uh, is restricted so required distributions there are required uh, there there are requirements for withdrawals of an IRA. Someone generally must take uh, start taking withdrawals from their IRA when they reach age 70 and a half. Now you might see think that that's kind of weird, right? If you have money into like a into mutual funds or something like that that are under the umbrella of an IRA, why would the government make you take money out of your investment? Because basically they they allowed you to get a tax uh, deferral when you put the money into the IRA. So when you put the money into the IRA, you got a tax benefit by not basically including that money in income, kind of like a deduction, but or not including it as income. And and then when when you retire then or at the at 70 and a half, the, the government's like, okay, you deferred the tax long enough. You know, you got to take the money out. And then all the money that you take out, not just the gains that you might have, will be taxable at that point in time so it's really a timing difference or it's kind of supposed to be at least partially a timing difference that's happening here you got a huge deferral of uh paying the tax instead of paying it when you earn the revenue you got you got to you know hold it in the retirement account for this time period and then and now when you take it out you got to pay taxes on it at that point in time so per the the 2019 uh secure act s-e-c-u-r-e -E act if a person's 70th birthday is on or after July 1st, 2019, they do not have to take withdrawals uh, until age 72. Special distribution rules apply for IRA beneficiaries. So there's a link to IRA beneficiaries here. Traditional IRA, an IRA where contributions may be tax deductible. Generally, the amount in a traditional IRA are not taxed until they are withdrawn. So the traditional IRA means you're gonna put money in now, it's not going to be taxable and the way it's not taxable on your tax return when you put money into an ira is you're going to report it you still report it it kind of looks like a deduction but it's but it's like an above the line deduction so you're kind of thinking about it as basically reducing the adjusted gross income. you're reducing kind of like income so in any case it acts like a deduction when you put the money in and then you get that long deferral that's what the traditional ira would do now then you have a roth ira the, the non-normal kind of ira uh, this, so you want to think traditional IRA and then kind of like the opposite is the Roth. This type of IRA that is subject to the same rules as traditional IRA, but with certain exceptions. A taxpayer cannot deduct contributions to a Roth IRA. So you, when you put money into the Roth IRA, 
you don't you don't get the the deduction you don't get to remove it from basically your your taxable income at that point and the reason i'm kind of conflating these two between a tax deduction and and not being included in tax is because if you think about it the ira is similar to a 401k plan and what happens with a 401k plan is they actually take it out of your your wages so when you report it on the w-2 when you put report the w-2 in like a 401k plan it's already been removed basically from box one where you port, re report your income. So it's not included in income. So if, if you talk about the IRA, then the same kind of thing is basically happening here, but you can't take it out of basically your income because it's, it's already, you know, it's not part of your W-2 income. The employer's not taking it out. So you have this kind of above the line uh, type of deduction, but in essence, it nets out to, to a similar type of situation. If you don't include it in income, you wouldn't be paying taxes on it. If you get a deduction for it, then you're not going to be basically paying taxes on it. Okay, so then the Roth IRA means that you don't get the deduction or would have to include it in income. So why would you ever put money into the Roth IRA? Uh, and so let's keep going here. For some situations, qualified distributions are tax-free. Roth IRAs do not require withdrawals until after the death of the owner. So you get to keep the money in until basically after the death of the owner. And then on the Roth IRA side of things, you're, you're not taxed on it basically when you distribute the money at the end of at the end of the time period. So it's kind of like the reverse type of situation. So you do not get the tax benefit when you put the money into the Roth. It's still under the umbrella of a Roth IRA. And therefore, if you take the money out early, you could be penalized on it. That's going to be the, the point of it. But uh, when you take it out at the end, then you shouldn't be paying tax on it. So it's kind of like the reverse situation. Why would you put money into one or the other? Well, if you have a traditional IRA, uh, the thought might be that if I'm in my peak years of earnings, you know, if you're like 35 and you're earning a lot of, of money, you know, the best, most money you might be earning in your lifetime, then you're probably in the highest tax bracket, at least if the tax brackets were not to change over time. And therefore you might say, hey, I'd rather uh, not pay, I mean, I'd rather not pay my taxes right now Right, I'd rather take a deduction now if I can. And then when I'm in retirement, I'll, I hope to live well, but I might not be at my peak earning years at that point. And I might be able to diversify my, my income so that I don't have to, you know, I don't have as high income that I'm reporting and might be in a lower tax bracket. So then I want the deduction now in that case. And when I retire, then I'll pay the taxes on it and hopefully be in a lower tax bracket. Uh, now, obviously you might be in a situation where you're saying, well, even if I have a high income right now, I don't trust the, the government to keep the tax rate the same. Maybe the taxes will be twice as high when I retire, you know. So in that case, you might you might say, well, I'd rather just pay the taxes now rather than trust the government not to skyrocket the tax bill and whatnot or something like that. And in that case, you might be in a, in a Roth IRA or if you're in a situation where you're not earning that much for whatever reason. If this was a down year, you're saying your taxes are fairly low. I'd still like to plan for retirement and, you know, do some tax saving stuff. But I mean, I'm not at a high tax bracket right now. Or I think that the government might skyrocket the tax. I don't trust the government to keep the taxes low. When I retire, maybe the taxes will be way higher. If I think that's the case, maybe I want to just pay the taxes now and then get any tax uh, benefit I might have uh, in the future. So that's you know, some of the thought process you might think of between the two. But whichever thought process you're going through, uh, then you still might want to use one of these tools in order to, to obviously uh, save for uh, retirement and get some tax benefit while doing so. Saving an incentive match plan for employer. 
this is a commonly known as a simple IRA. So then we have a simple IRA. Employees and employers may contribute to a traditional IRAs set up for employees. It may work well as a startup retirement saving plan for small employers. So if you're thinking about, you know, if you're a small employer or if you work for a small employer and you're like, hey, look, other people have this 401k plan they get to put into. It seems like a really good thing. Uh, you might be able to, to talk about working out some other options. A 401k plan is pretty extensive, but there's some other options like a simple IRA, which is designed for a small business. It doesn't have all the, it doesn't have as, as many, you know, nice features of, as a 401k plan, but it's easier to work with and you get, you might be able to get some added uh, benefits for yourself, your employees with it. And then there's a sim, um, simplified employee pension. This is known as a SEP IRA. So we have a SEP IRA, which is another kind of option. An employer can make contributions towards their own retirement and their employee's retirement. The employee owns and controls a SEP. So another option, again, if you're a small company or you work for a small uh, company, a small employer, like or even a sole proprietor or something like that, and, and they say, hey, look, I just can't set up a 401k plan. It's too complex. Uh, it costs too much for me to do that. Uh, maybe a SEP IRA is something that can be set up. And again, it could increase the amount of, of benefit that could be had because again, this deduction, huge deduction, uh, and it's a huge, it's a huge benefit for employers that can offer something like a 401k plan. Uh, so, so that's something that a smaller business could look into. Rollover IRA. Uh, this is when the IRA owner receives a payment from the retirement plan and deposits it into a different IRA within 60 days. So this is a situation, and you might see a rollover kind of situation. Basically, the basic concept is, hey, look, I've got money under this umbrella of an, of an IRA or retirement type of plan, and I want to put it into some other, I want to go, I want to go somewhere else. Possibly you want to be moving from one investment company to another investment company, like an E-Trade to a Vanguard or Vanguard to E-Trade or something like that. But you don't want, if you, if you take the money out of the IRA, they're going to penalize you, right? You don't want to do that. So you want to make sure that you roll it over from one to the other. Now, traditionally, you want to talk to the two, to the institutions involved and have them roll it over without taking the money actually out because it seems like that's a little bit more risky. The IRS might say it's a draw. You don't want to categorize as a draw if it's early because you're going to get penalized on it. But, but you could possibly do that if you needed to. You, the, the, I mean, you could maybe take the money out if you put it back in in this certain time period uh, within the 60 days, be okay with that too. But in the the, case, the the idea is that you want to be make sure that you're careful when you're when you're uh, switching from one to the other. And if you're going from one place to another, then it's a rollover. And if you count it as a rollover, then it shouldn't be a draw and it shouldn't be some kind of a, a tax triggering uh, type of event. So make sure that um, that you look into that and follow those rules carefully when uh, when moving money from one retirement type of account to another. So more information on this, you have publication, there's links to these items, publication 560, retirement plan for small business, traditional Roth IRS uh, comparison chart, publication 590A, contributions to individual retirement arrangements, publications 590B, distributions from individual retirement arrangements, retirement, pension, IRA, social security, uh, topic number 412, lump sum distributions. Topic number 557, additional tax and early distributions from traditional and Roth IRAs. Topic number 413, rollovers for, uh, from retirement plans. And topic number uh, 451, individual retirement arrangements. There's links to all those uh, very good reading to topics right there. Very interesting stuff here. And there'll be a link to this in the description.